So we uh we we didn't miss the miss the direct today. It was before we recorded. Well, you know, obviously Nintendo and some of the higher ups at Nintendo are avid listeners, just like my sister in law Debbie, of of Ruminate, and so you know they they felt bad for us because I think it was what was it two episodes ago or something? they did the uh, it was it was the last episode. Oh, was it just the last one? Because yeah. they did the Nindies, right? That I. Did they do the Nindies? I don't think I, I think I missed that one. I don't know. I'm I'm losing. I don't know. Who knows? You know, time flies when you're having fun. And yeah, so they did. There was a Pokemon Direct this morning, which was very short, but uh, was pretty exciting. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I, I didn't think I was going to be excited because I haven't played a mainline uh, Pokemon game since since Red and Blue, pretty much. Okay. Um, you know, which is what's considered you know the start of the mainline games. So, Obviously, I played Let's Go, which I think we've talked about. Um, but I wasn't really sure if I was... Because I've always sort of looked at some of the mainline Pokemon games, like even recent ones, and I'm like, they don't really look like they've moved forward in in sort of... Because, of course, they're all on like the 3DS and stuff, which is, although it's a great console, it's not particularly sort of graphically intensive um, console. So, like... I didn't really know what to expect. Right. And then I was watching it and I was like, yeah, I've got to have this. It looks really like, nice. Like, I need yeah. this. I need this right now. And it's, you know, it's set in this sort of what looks like sort of the UK type region. You know, it's certainly European, at least, with some of the buildings. And you've got like the Sword and Shield, which is the, the name of the two games. Right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, no, it does look like kind of, uh, uh, you know, it's got, it's got like, English references, I think, and it it looks like an open world type of three D world, right? I mean, it it looks uh, it reminded me just in terms of concept, I suppose, of Zelda a little bit. Yeah, I it, I mean, it, it, as you say, it's hard to tell because although it was a seven minute presentation, we really only saw you know two, maybe three minutes of of the actual game, right? Because um, you know. They've spent a lot of time on on the the three new starter Pokemon, um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it looks like a pretty reasonable sized game for something like Pokemon. I don't know whether that means you know you're actually sort of going to be able to just wander around and do what you want, or if it's going to be you know more linear like 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 some other games right. are, where you know you can only get past this gate. You know, there'll be a dude stood in front of a gate that's like thirty foot wide, but no, you can't walk through. I, it's really hard to tell with the information they've given us, but I mean, we're still looking at potentially six or eight months before anybody even gets their hands on this. Yes, I mean, what I guess we did see is we saw kind of a zoom out of the map, which made it look like there was a lot of different style areas, everything from urban areas to mountains and and countryside and that sort of thing. And then there was uh, some some footage. I guess a fair amount of the footage was, as you said, the you know, introducing the new starter Pokemon. So we've got uh, the rabbit one, the monkey one, and the water one, right? Yeah, so you have got the, the water one is uh, Sobby. <laughs> right. Uh, the, the monkey is Grookey. And then the rabbit, the fire one, which I think we can all agree that this is the best one. It is the best uh, one. Is, I, it, don't add us. Score Bunny. Score buddy, right? It it is the best one. There is no, there's really no debate about it. But I I agree with you. I I immediately knew which one I was going to play first. Yeah, I think we we're we're team score bunny. Like there there's no arguing about that. Like that's the 
<laughs> I don't need any more information. That's why I'm picking. Yes, I'm I'm with you on that 100%. I mean, it looked really cool. I, I like I, I saw a couple of people on Twitter kind of bad mouthing the new <laughs> the new starter Pokemon that they they weren't excited about them. I, I thought I actually like all three. I like Score Bunny the best, but I it looks fun. I mean, there's like you said, there's not a whole lot of detail here. We don't know a lot about what the gameplay is like and and what exactly is happening, but uh, it was it was nice. And they said they they didn't even give a date. They said late late this year. So you know, I think probably good bet that it'll be sometime in November, late November, maybe in advance of the holidays, maybe early December. But I don't expect to see it before then. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Um, I. Like thinking back to sort of what they showed, I, I don't think there was a lot else it really revealed about the game. I, no, aside from some of the things that some people were concerned about with Let's Go, like to you know this new one clearly has random encounters. You know, you're not going to see the Pokemon as you're walking around by the looks of it, right. um, which is you know something that's been standard across all the games until Let's Go. Um, but I, I guess the only other question I have is, can I use my Pokeball controller? Um, yeah, that because, is a good question. I mean, I would think you know, so, right? Well, if they're going to invest in hardware like that, I would think they'd let you. I hope so, and I hope it supports the Pro Controller, because Let's Go doesn't. Uh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true, very true. But Because uh, I ended up in a situation the other day where I turned on the Switch with the Pro Controller to play some Mario Kart, and because Pokemon was open, I couldn't get back to the home screen because it doesn't support the Pro Controller. Oh, no. <laughs> So I had to get up, grab the Joy-Con, press the home button, and then I could continue with what I was doing. I think that's the, um, uh, truly the ultimate first world problem right there, Rob. You had to get up and get your other controller. I, it was it was devastating. Look out for my Medium blog post. There'll be about 5,000 words about it. <laughs> oh, man. So besides that, you and I have also played the new Yoshi game, which I absolutely fell in love with immediately, but it was way too, it's just a, it's just a demo at this point. Right. But it was way too short. Oh yeah. I, I, and I think it's way too short because it's done exactly its job, which is show you enough of it. And I don't know if you have, but I pre-ordered it as soon as I finished. Um, it, it, Cause yeah, you, you get the, the one level and i guess one level in in this this new game is you go through the level and then you can sort of go backwards through the level right um and i think i've seen in some trailers that that might get mixed up a bit like you can flip the level sort of halfway through a level you can sort of hit something and it'll flip it around and maybe you flip it back so it looks like there's probably some other mechanics in there that aren't just go to the end of the level and then go backwards um but i played it through by myself and then me and jess played the two-player to see if that was something we were interested in as well. Um, but yeah, I've got this on pre-order. It's, it's coming from Amazon the day it comes out. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm going to pre-order it too, but I think I'll just do the digital download. I recently uh, jumped on one of these deals where Amazon was selling a 400 gigabyte micro SD card for, I think I got it for around $80, but I saw today it's dipped all the way down to like $63, which is, I think, the lowest it's ever been. And this is a... This is a card that I think normally is at least $200, I think. Uh, yeah, they can get pretty expensive, but for some reason they're able to also put them on these deals. Right, and I think one of the reasons probably this dipped as low as it has, I went on you know camelcamel.com and looked at it, and you it's a pretty steady downward slope of the, the low prices for that particular card. 
And one of the reasons this week, I think it may have dipped even further than usual, is that there's a new one terabyte card that finally came out, which supposedly has like 160 megabyte transfer right transfer rates and things like that, which is, I mean, that's pretty amazing for something that tiny that's like like the size of your, your pinky fingernail, you know? That is absolutely crazy to me. I I I, I mean, gen other than the Switch, of which I've got a two hundred gig card, like I'm almost annoyed I don't have any use for stuff like this because I just I just want to hold a one terabyte micro SD card because that I know, right? Is is such an incredible just just jump in technology from you know, in say in the last ten years or something, um, and it, you know where we were still all buying like one or two gigabyte SD cards and stuff, right? And and you know even some of the high end digital cameras really only require or suggest hundred megabyte transfer rates, and those cards, you know, a lot of photographers will use cards in the hundred twenty eight to two fifty six range because. Uh, you know, if it's a if it's a raw photo, maybe it's twenty four, thirty megabytes, something like that, and you can get an awful lot on there. It's uh, it's video when those kind of things get really, you know, where, where you really need the transfer rates and the high storage. Um, but but yeah, I think that I'm amazed that it, that it's that that it has that much storage, and it also makes me wonder about things like the Osmo Pocket. You know, have you seen that that new video camera that they have that DJI has? Yeah, I think I've seen. I, th- I think I've seen pictures of that floating around. Yeah, I have one, by the way. Of course you do. <laughs> and so it's it's a little camera on a gimbal, and it and it's it's no bigger than like a candy bar, right? It's it's almost all battery, and you put a micro SD card in it, but it only supports up to two hundred fifty six gigabytes. Um, and then the you know the camera head sits on the gimbal and. It works a lot like some of these other DJI things that you can use with a phone, but it's like it's so much smaller and so much handier to use. Um, I haven't spent a ton of time on it yet, but it's something I've been meaning to mess around with. Um, but you can fit an awful lot of video on that. I'm just wondering whether DJI will start up in its, you know, its uh, the, the cards that it supports because I think 256 is where that thing tops out. Yeah, I think I I remember this being a problem, you know, a few years ago when I used to buy sort of, you know, digital cameras and stuff before phone cameras were good enough. Um and th- this was always a thing where like, you know, you could the biggest card that you could get was say, you know, whatever it was, 20 gig or 50 gig, whatever it was, and it always seemed to be sort of the current cameras are always a little bit behind what they would support there. Right. Um so then I, I assume what will happen, you know, is in three, six months or maybe a year or something, the new version will come out, which will then support these one terabyte cards. And then, you know, who knows, maybe we'll be at two terabyte. Yeah. No, I mean, the the main reason, I think, for having that kind of capacity, especially with video, is not just not having to take the card out periodically and transfer it to some other storage medium. I've started looking at some some solutions for the – some outboard storage solutions for the iPad because, you know – People constantly complain about the lack of a good file system and external storage on the iPad. But to some degree, I mean, I think, yes, we ought to have connected storage supported for the iPad Pro. But it's not a problem that's completely unsolvable now because there are companies like Western Digital has a wireless 
SSD and, and regular hard drive that you can connect with the iPad Pro. And they have an app that can be a document provider in the Files app. So you can... Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, you can, you can have an outboard SSD drive that has a built-in battery. You can, it doubles as a charger for your phone. But it can connect wirelessly over like a local Wi-Fi connection that it makes with your phone. And, and you can actually edit on it wirelessly using something like LumaFusion or Lightroom or all these, you know, various different other imaging apps, which is pretty cool. Um, another one that's coming out is called the Narbox. It's, it's the video people, right, who have solved this because, because they've had to. Because for the longest time when you connected an external – if you connected external storage to an iPad or an iPhone – with an Apple dongle, if it had photos on it, it recognizes the photos and it yeah. you know it offers to import them into the Photos app. But depending on the format you're using and stuff like that, video is a little different. So the video people have this this solved with things like the Western Digital thing I talked about, as well as something called the Narbox, which was a it was a Kickstarter, and they had the 1.0 and now they have the 2.0 come 2.0 coming out. And it's very much like the Western Digital thing, but it's got a whole little lin- uh, Linux computer inside of it, and you can actually has a little screen, and you can actually thumb through the menus and do all sorts of stuff with it to back up to back up your DSLR or you know your video camera, whatever it happens to be. Uh, it's super expensive. It, it's not quite out yet. I think it's coming out in April, the the new version, um, but. Mm. I think like a one terabyte SSD drive from them is like a thousand dollars, and a five hundred wow. gig, five hundred gigabyte is like five or six hundred dollars, maybe. Uh, it's pretty expensive. Western Digital thing is not nearly as expensive. Um, yeah, doesn't do quite as much, but you know, for instance, like the Western Digital thing, you can take your SD card and just jam it in the side and press a button, and it backs backs up whatever video or photos you take take and that kind of thing hmm. so yeah i can i can see those being sort of useful solutions for as you say like because I, mean, I know you can get an ipad pro with one terabyte but right it's you know it is a lot a lot of money to to go that high um and i think you really need to be you really need to be committed to it at that point which i think you know most of us probably don't we just buy the one that we think we're going to need at the time and then in you know a year or six months or something we go oh i need more storage right. or I need this I need that so you can you know at least there's kind of options to add some of that stuff on it even if it is a little bit more sort of convoluted than if it was built into the system yeah i mean that that is what's nice about it is that i mean if you look at it from that standpoint if you're buying new a new ipad you can maybe drop down to a, a smaller storage capacity if you're using this kind of thing. Now, I wouldn't use this kind of thing as like your main storage, but if you're a photographer, videographer, that kind of person, it does make sense to have, one, a way to back up the pictures you're taking, and two, have a way to easily access them on an iPad without necessarily choking up all the storage that's on the iPad. So it it is an option, and it's I think it's the kind of thing that a lot of people who don't do that kind of work, especially video work, don't recognize even exists out there. And it, you know, it is, it's not just that you can use it with video or, or photos. You could use it with documents, and they actually integrate with things like Dropbox. So, you know, you create that connection, and it automatically uploads to Dropbox. So you've got all kinds of protection that way. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. It's um, it's an interesting solution to a sort of 
weird problem that that you know we we've sort of been backed into if you're one of those those people that need that yeah no definitely definitely so i don't know i mean that's a weird digression from yoshi's uh yoshi's crafted world but <laughs> but i've been thinking about these things because i'm going to be doing some traveling coming up and <clears throat> thinking about doing some video and photography and all that stuff yeah well i mean one other note on the 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 yoshi thing uh so after i played the game i was like oh i remember there was one for the wii u and this was this was yoshi's woolly world right that's um, on the 3ds too was... i think oh okay yeah and then he's like a you know he's a yarn yoshi um and of course what this ended up with me doing was me looking to see if i could buy a wii u <laughs> of course just to play this game and you know i I found a couple. They're kind of hard. It's a bit like the Wii in that because it was generally they're going to have been bought for kids. They're not necessarily in the best condition. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I did find myself seriously considering buying a Wii U well, the other, uh, just to play one game. Yes. The other thing is that most of the really good Wii U games are being ported over to the Switch. So yeah, you, you might, if if uh, Yoshi's Crafted World does well enough, you might see the Wooly World get there too. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm so I'm not I I think I talked myself out of it because there's that and then there's just the two HD Zelda um games that are on the Wii U. Three games is not a lot to buy an entire system for. No. So. No, it's not it's not. I mean I, I suppose they're not super expensive probably, but No, it's you know, I could probably get all of those games in a Wii U for, you know, less than two hundred pound probably, right. maybe a little bit less. Um but that's still a lot of money to to spend just for a few games. Um, but talking of Zelda, this was one of the other. This was basically the other big part of the the direct from two weeks ago. Right. Is the oh which game is it? Link's Awakening is that the one that's that's being remade? Yes, yes, that's it. I couldn't I couldn't remember which one of the 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 older games it was, but yeah. So they they they've made this just like they've remade this game but they've made it adorable like link is this sort of like tiny little round person and he's just it, it, the game looks amazing yeah and i've seen some of the side-by-side screenshots with the original game and they've done a lot like they did with some of the pokemon stuff when they brought pokemon let's go to the switch which was they've recreated scenes from from the original game in on the switch which look really nice yeah, it's. I, I mean, I haven't played Link's Awakening. I don't think, to the best of my knowledge. Um, but I, I, again, I'll definitely be picking this up. I mean, it it looks like they've really put a lot of effort into making doing what they did for Let's Go, but doing it for for Link's Awakening. Right. Um, right. And is this that coming this year? Did they say? I believe so. I'm already forgetting exactly when. But you know what this did to me, Rob? This set me down an immediate rabbit hole because. We have a lot of old electronic gear at my house, and I knew that somewhere in this house there was a Game Boy Color. And so I went and I found the Game Boy Color, and I started digging through the old games, and I found the original Link's Awakening. Nice. Yeah, so I I fired that sucker up, and it worked perfectly fine. The speaker on the uh, Game Boy Color was pretty much dead, So, but with headphones I I could listen. And I played for a little while. And then I realized, you know, this screen, the Game Boy's color screen was just not very good. So I, me- no. so I immediately got out a 3DS and, and bought it on the uh, on the virtual console because that's, 
better oh okay you can get it yeah, there considered you can do that yeah yeah so it's there i mean i think i think one of my kids played that game forever back in the day and so i i downloaded it on the 3ds and start playing there because the colors and you know just the resolution of the screen and and the sound were all so much better on the 3ds but i mean, yeah it look it looks like a, it looks like a ton of fun yeah i'm i'm thinking maybe a 3ds might be a better thing for me to buy you don't have a 3ds um, i do not I have a DS, but I don't have a 3DS. You at some point must have owned a 3DS. No. Oh, Rob, Rob. You think no, you, I, you think you know somebody. You think you know somebody. The, the handheld consoles, like I had a Game Boy when I, you know, when I was younger. Um, I don't really know what happened to that. That's making me wonder where that is now, but it's definitely not at my parents' house. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I I never. I never found a situation, sort of, I never got to the point where I sort of wanted one of the, not that I wouldn't have wanted one if somebody had given me one, um, but I always just ended up playing on, you know, sort of home consoles rather than rather than handheld. I mean, the, uh-huh. the DS that I've got isn't even mine. I bought that off a friend who was getting rid of it. Um, and I have a Vita that I picked up cheap because I wanted to play a couple of games on that. But no, I don't have a 3DS at the moment. All right. Well, the, the, you know, the its days are numbered. There's no doubt about it. They're not showing up in the directs anymore. Um, I would go out. You know, there's a lot of really cool ones that are themed. There's a there's one that is is um, themed like the Super Nintendo or the SNES, as as they say in the UK. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's there's one i think there's a pikachu one yeah i've seen a pokeball one as well yeah um, yeah there is the, the, and and actually the the orange and the blue one the two oh. different versions that's the new 2ds right like those look really nice yes yes i i think if i was buying one now i would go with that large 2ds it's got some really awful nintendo name like the I don't even remember. I mean, it's. I think it's like the new 2DS XL or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Because I actually turn the 3D off on my 3DS 99 percent of the time, and just play it like a 2DS. And it and I, there's no reason to buy a 2DX um, or 2DS XL because it, that's essentially what it is. It's just the 3DS with with no 3D capability. There's no other real advantage. I don't think. Um, but but yeah, I definitely don't have any interest in the in the three D stuff because I know that that will either that will either not make me feel very well or I'll get motion sickness or right. you know a bunch of other stuff like my eyesight's not particularly good either, so that probably won't help. Yeah, no, it's but but yeah, you can get one of those. I so I went I went digging around, you know, and it took me a while to find this Game Boy Color. In the in the process, I found my uh, let's see, I found a DS Lite. I found another DS of some sort, my PS Vita, a bunch of iPod shuffles, uh, the original iPad, iPad 1.0. Um, I don't know. I have a whole bunch of stuff. I put a there was a picture. I put a picture on Instagram of some of the stuff that I found that night. Uh, but I really should yeah. It seems like you got a whole treasure trove of, <laughs> of old tech in there. <laughs> I did. I mean, so much of it we've thrown out, but some stuff I I do I do hoard a few things. I have. The original iPhone. I have my. I have the original iPod Touch. You know, I have a few things around lying around here. It's not quite of you know Stephen Hackett proportions. And every time I post a picture of something old, he 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 mocks me on Twitter. So, 
Uh, <laughs> which, well, that's just crow. Which I, which I deserve. I mean, you know, I, I can't, I can't really compete with his, with his deep catalog of old Mac gear. But, uh, but yeah, I have a, I have a little bit around line around here. Yeah, I, I'm just looking on Amazon at the uh, the, the 2DS. Yeah, we were right. It's called the new Nintendo 2DS XL. Right. Um, and there, there's a there's a few here. There's a black and lime green one that I hadn't seen before. I like the orange um, one a lot. Yeah, the the black black and green one comes with Mario Kart Seven pre-installed. Oh, that's not bad. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, there's the Pikachu one and there's the Pokeball one as well. Um, I don't know. I might might have to. I might have a word with my friend who run or who runs the uh, secondhand game shop and see see what he's got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can you uh, save a little bit of money as well because. I mean, these things are—you know—they're designed for kids. They don't break, not really. Like they're—they're they're pretty sturdy machines. Oh, they, so, they, yeah, they, you know, were, I, they, they really are. I kind of wish you could get a better deal on them now. You really can't. I mean, like that one you're talking about with the uh, the Mario Kart is like 150 dollars still. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is what's crazy to me. Like I'm looking at all of these, and they're all basically the same price. Right. And I'm like, come on, Nintendo. Like, why are you not chucking in? two three even you know chuck in five games for all it matters like you know you because this has got to be coming towards the end of life at this point oh definitely i mean i i i feel like you shouldn't have to pay more than a hundred dollars for one of these things no i mean and let's not forget what they've done today is announce that pokemon is only coming for the switch by well they haven't officially said that but that feels like that's what's happening um, I don't know if that's definitely true. Like maybe it will still come to the 3DS, but with Pokemon moving to what is essentially a home console, that's got to be the end of the 3DS line at this point. Yeah, I think it is. And and you know, I that direct we were talking about earlier, it did not have any 3DS announcements, which I think was a f- the first time that had happened. So I think it pretty much is end of life at this point. That that direct was a weird one. It was a lot of RP, Japanese RPG games. Did you did you notice? I, I, yeah, I did notice, and you know, it's it's not it's not the kind of game that I play. So I just sort of you know I, I just skip around, or you know I'm just not really paying attention when that's happening. Um, you know, it's if you're a fan of that genre, that's it's amazing for you because there's loads of these games coming out. Um, yes, I have a certain friend but, who lives uh, in uh, Rome, Italy, who was very excited about. It. it was like this this direct was built for me. It's like yes, it was Federico. Yeah, <laughs> not for yeah, not for me so uh, much. He's he he loves those games though, and uh, and so that's you know he's got a lot to look forward to this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it it's great. You know, even if all, it, even if there's only one game, two games in a direct that I'm even remotely interested in, that's great. I mean, how many games do I you know does any one person need? Like, as long as everybody can find some games they like and. You know, there's a nice selection and stuff like that. Then that's great for everybody. Yeah, no, that's that's true. And you know what? There are a lot of great indie games coming soon to the Switch. I don't think there's going to be any shortage of games for anybody really on on the Switch in 2019. No, definitely not. And we're getting Crash Team Racing. Right. I mean, it um, really feels like you know we had we had year one, which was like a blockbuster year with a lot of first party titles. Year two was a little slow because you know I think they kind of blew out all the big titles and and it took a while for the the other publishers to really d- realize oh the switch is going to be big now we got to make some games for it and now I feel like the third year we're going into year three we're going to start seeing a lot more great games again yeah definitely I think it's um 
it's it's going to be good. I, I'm I'm pretty excited. I mean, especially for Zelda. I mean, you know, for me personally, it's Zelda, Pokemon, Crash Team Racing, which I know is cross-platform, but I'm obviously going to get it on the Switch because it's a party racing game, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Maybe we should um, have uh, Animal Crossing at some point. Oh yeah, because I think the title got leaked. I think it's called like Welcome to Animal Crossing or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what all the retailers in the UK are listing it as, anyway. All right. So, cool. Well, that was uh, was a pretty Nintendo heavy episode. It is. It is. And I, you know, I've got a couple of weeks of travel coming up, so I'm gonna I'm planning to bring the Switch and really dig in on on some of the back catalog stuff that I haven't spent enough time with. Nice. Yeah, sounds good. So uh, I guess we'll be. Well, if you're going away, we'll organize it off the air, but <laughs> I guess will. we'll be back in a, in a few weeks at some point. I would say um, a few weeks is probably safest at this point. Yeah, but uh, no, that's great. Well, uh, cool. Well, I'll speak to you later. All right, bye.